Here is something really enchanting. How do you do, ladies and gentlemen, and boys and girls? WakeUpRadio.com. I'm your host, Chris Michaels, and we were talking about ejaculation cocktails off the air. Whoa, we're doing some shock jockery right now from back in the day when you could do such things. So I took off the last week. I was on vacation. I went to a sunny part of the United States, and oh my God. Goodness, we're the masters out in force in all of the airports. And thankfully, where I ultimately went on vacation, the mask was not very prevalent. But, God, I mean, it's one of those days and it's one of those times. It's like the, it's the summertime. So during the summertime, a lot of news stories kind of like linger and they kind of fall off and you get some stupid stuff. A lot of things are supposed to be happening tomorrow when it comes to Jeffrey Epstein and uh, Hillary Clinton and Bill Clinton and all that good stuff because that's, uh, I think it's a two-year queue Delta uh, tomorrow. So a lot of people are wringing their hands and saying, oh gosh, I can't wait for this to happen. So we may see what uh, is, I hope something, you know, because I'm not happy until they're not happy. And I really hope something goes sideways and we have some good news stories to come up with. But um, I don't know if anybody has seen this but or heard it. I mean, I'm sure you have heard about this. But the Biden administration is going to be sending uh, basically medical Gestapo agents to knock on all of our doors and find out who has been vaccinated and who hasn't been vaccinated. And uh, it's not that they, they don't know the information. They're only going to be knocking on the doors of people that haven't been vaccinated. Vaccinated in quotes, using the most loosened, uh, loose, loosened, loose forms, loose forms of death. Jeez, I can't go on today. I can't speak. What, using only the most loose interpretation of vaccine possible when it comes to all this stuff. And, I mean, it's not that we didn't see it, especially if you listen to onthewakeupradio.com. I mean, it's just so blatant that they're making a push to get everyone vaccinated. Why are they doing What is the push? Why are they doing this for something that has a 99 point something percent recovery rate when you've got a larger chance of getting some sort of adverse reaction from getting the inoculation? I mean, it's just so stupid. So Jen Sucky, red-haired, flaming mace, 
part of the Joe Biden administration. He and she is, uh, well, she may be a he. We don't know anymore. We don't know how she identified. Um, oh, by the way, I may be thinking about identifying as a African-American trans lesbian uh, so that I can be um, considered for possible jobs in, with, with various companies across the country. So keep that in mind. With Vitiligo, by the way. Keep that in mind because I may do that. And maybe if I find success with that, I'll pass it on to you folks, and you can uh, use the same kind of tactics. So Jen Psaki, uh, she's out there saying that the, well, the, the Biden administration will just have to go door to door for Americans who have not been vaccinated. Biden himself said on, Jul- on July the 6th, we need to go community by community, neighborhood by neighborhood, and oftentimes door to door literally knocking on doors to get people vaccinated. Well, there's a problem with all of this. The first thing is that where are you getting the medical records for all of this? How does the government know who's been vaccinated and who hasn't been vaccinated? Because I thought all of our medical records were private and you can't access them unless you go to our healthcare providers and request the data from them, which in turn means that your healthcare provider must ask for permission from you so that you give authorization to the healthcare provider so that the healthcare provider can give the data to the government. So the government is really going out of its way to, in one, overstepping its bounds in doing something like this and knocking on the door with uh, Gestapo agents saying, show us your papers uh, and are you vaccinated or not with an experimental gene therapy platform. Uh, That's one. Two, the other way that they can go about doing this is that all of these pharmaceutical companies and Moderna and things like that, oh, by the way, Moderna gets its name from modifying RNA. So to tell us that, oh, this isn't, uh, this doesn't modify your RNA or your DNA. is is a lie. It's in the effing name. I mean, so let's let's stop playing with each other. So the other way that this administration could do something like this is the pharmaceutical companies could be handing over all of the data of the people that they inoculate. Uh, you know, the CVSs, the Walgreens, the Modernas, Pfizer's, AstraZeneca, so on and so forth. They hand over all of the data that they've uh, compiled for the people that they've given this inoculation to. I mean, but this is such an overarching step of authoritarianism that I don't understand why more people aren't getting more outraged about all of this. And I, I heard a good talk. I heard a good talk. It's with uh, oh, a bunch of doctors. I can't remember her name right now, but they, they said that, and this is an excellent point, the people that support this kind of government overreach and government behavior and the kind of people that formulate a sheep herd-like mentality are the most, quote-unquote, intelligent. And what they mean by the most, quote-unquote, intelligent, they meant that there is a, basically an attitude part of most human beings that go through college, particularly uh, the 
Ivy League schools like Yale and Harvard and Oxford, Oxford, you know, all of those, because they so force people to think with their brains that people lose their heart. People lose their intuition. So you've got all of these supposedly intelligent people. They're bombarded by propaganda that's disguised as data, and they are trying desperately to logically logically square circles. Like, oh, you can go into a restaurant and you need to wear a mask from the door to the table, and then you're okay if you sit down. Uh, well, what happens if I'm sitting at a high-top table? Because the chair is so high, I can take my mask off then and I don't have a chance of catching COVID? Remember all that nonsense? And all of these people believe it. All of them believe it. I have a friend of mine. I, I used to think he was very smart. He's got a wife. They are, they've gotten the vaccine. They're all about this. A hook, line, and sinker. They believe all of this. And I always thought that my friend, I don't know about his wife, I, don't, I barely talked to her, but my friend was on the intelligence side of the whole spectrum. And now I'm questioning all of that. He goes, oh, well, yeah, my wife and I, but we got the inoculation. Now, this is a person that wouldn't leave his house for a year and a half. I live in New York. He lives in New York. Wouldn't leave his house for a year and a half because of COVID. Oh, God. The day after the governor, Cuomo, lifted all of the mask regulations, all of the social distance regulations, because Cuomo's family member wanted to get married and have a big party, and they couldn't do that under the current restrictions, so he lifted them so that his family members would get married appropriately. As soon as Cuomo lifted that, my friend said, hey, you want to go out for a drink? What happened? What, you think the governor knows better than you, knows better than me? You're okay. You're okay. And it's perfectly fine. And getting a drink now that the elected officer is the okay. I mean, this is just so stupid. So we started to talk. And I said, well, you know, you've you both gotten it. That's fine. Whatever. I'm not going to shame anybody for doing what they think is the best for them. And I said, well, you know, you've got to be careful if you're trying to get pregnant. Um, and he said, oh, no, we thought about that. I said, oh, I said, what, what, how'd you think about that? What'd you do? Are you, you know, what's going on with all that? Well, I put my seed on ice, and she put her eggs on ice. So when we have, or when we're about to have another kid, we can just, you know, do all that stuff. And I said, well, why did you do that? Well, we did it because... Uh, we were getting the vaccine. So let me get this straight. You put your seed, put her eggs on ice because you knew that you didn't know whether or not you could have children because of an experimental gene therapy platform inoculation. I mean, come on, you're going through all of those steps knowing that there is such a huge risk that those inoculations are going to make both of you sterile. So instead of saying, hey, wait a minute, let's do a little bit more research on this, 
you don't go with your gut intuition and say, I'm not going to take this. I'll be part of the control group. But instead, you logically square the circle and jerk off onto some uh, nitro, and she slabs her eggs on the mind. I mean, it is the dumbest thing I've ever heard. I, I, I had no words for him. I had no words. I said, if you thought that this inoculation is going to make you both sterile, then, well, hey, did you do it in the first place? Well, you know, it's recommended in the government, and I want to travel, and this, that. I, I, I had no words. I had no words. I, I, I changed the conversation. I brought up boobs or something. And I didn't really bring up boobs. But the thing is, but I, like how, how there is no intuition. There's no feeling anymore. I mean, for what it's worth, he did have a little fight of intuition because he put all of his reproductive juices on ice in case the inoculations would make him sterile. But the problem is that you had such a feeling that that was going to be the side effect down the road that you went through the whole thing. You went through the whole phases to get this to happen and make sure that you could have uh, kids down the road without doing it naturally. I mean, oh, God, it's just so stupid. And now, oh, God, we got Delta there. We've got Lambda variants. COVID-19. Uh, well, the problem with all of this is that most of the deaths that are now part of the Delta variant, or you know, if you're in England, it's the Lambda variant, is that most of these deaths, an overwhelming majority, which means at least 51% of the people dying from COVID, are already vaccinated. And if you go to VAERS, V-A-E-R-S, which is where the CDC and the, and the FDA, I think it's the CDC, the CDC goes in there and records all of the adverse reactions to any of the, the vaccine. Well, the problem with that is that the VAERS system only records about 1% of what goes on. So if you see any number, I think the last time I checked it was 450,000 adverse reactions, you have to at least double that. At least double that. And then you've got a whole bunch of people that are keeling over and dying, and everyone's saying, oh, well, it's cancer. Oh, well, it's this. Oh, well, it's that. And I say, well, when was did they get the inoculation? Oh, sure, sure. But the doctors said it had nothing to do with the vaccine. Well, of course they're going to say it has nothing to do with the vaccine because I found out that health insurance companies or insurance companies will not pay out life insurance. So what does that mean to you? It means that they will, one, never, ever, ever put the cause of death as a vaccine. Because if they did, that means you don't get anything. You don't get any money. That's it. They'll never put it as that. Because if they did, and you're going to have a load of insurance companies in a load of trouble. And you're also going to have a load of pharmaceutical companies in a load of trouble. Now, so why did I bring up Delta variants? Why did I bring up the Lambda variants? Now, here's what you have to start questioning. Yeah, uh, what's his name? Tolstoy, Talabi, uh, Talapia, whatever the head of the World Health Organization is. 
uh, Dr. Tilapia, he said, well, we're going to change all of the types of COVID to Greek letters because we don't want to offend anybody. So it's all going to be Greek letters. We've got Delta, we've got Lambda, I'm sure we'll have Alpha, Beta, Gamma, Theta, Hyper, Gamma, on and up. Now, what is important about all of those terms is that they also, oddly enough, correlate to types of brain waves. Delta. What kind of brain wave is the delta brain wave? It is usually measured during deep sleep. So we're seeing a rise in the delta variant of COVID in the United States. The delta variant in India. And what is the what is the delta brain wave good for basically? It's good for when do we want to bring that forward in our lives, right? It's good for deep meditation, deep sleep, healing, growth, uh, trance-like non-physical states, uh, body awareness, access to unconsciousness and collective unconsciousness. So what does that all mean? It means the connection to source. When you are asleep, you are connected to the species consciousness. You are connected to a higher form of self and ultimately a higher form of the creator, whoever that may be. Whether that's Yeshua, whether that's Hashem, whether that's whoever. You get the idea. Zoroaster, you get the idea of where I'm going with all this. Now, a long, long time ago, uh, Dr. Joseph Farrell wrote about the side effects um, of these mRNA vaccines, and somebody, one of, I, I'll never forget it, one of these people wrote or, or recorded that they can no longer feel God, that they're no longer able to feel God. What kind of vaccine allows somebody to lose their connection with God? allows them to lose their connection with a higher source. What kind of vaccine would do that? That's what you're looking at with the Delta variant. That's why when you try to talk to people about these shots, or you try to talk to people about uh, whether or not COVID is as deadly as it is, whether or not they're going to get all the booster shots and everything else, that connection to their intuition is completely removed. They're not connected anymore. The healing that they receive when you sleep is not there anymore. They're under a constant state of agitation. They're never getting that deep sleep anymore. You're going to start to see more and more anxiety. Also what's interesting is that a lot of these vaccines that these doctors are starting to realize they influence the dopamine levels. So what happens is, is that you'll get the shot, and the shot will give you a hit of dopamine for a period of time. Where, oh, gosh, I got the inoculation. I'm part of the greater good. I can go out there and be myself again until I need that booster shot every year, and we're locked down once more, and on and on, so I better get that booster shot so I can feel that dopamine hit every year. Again, these things 
are causing people to be depressed. And so when you see a Delta variant going haywire within a certain population, look for these signs. Basically, if they're not hooked up to a deep meditation, a trance-like non-physical state, a sense of awareness to their unconsciousness, to their higher self, they do not have that connection. What's the other one that we're seeing? We're seeing a Lambda, the Lambda variant, which is going all over the place in England right now, right? Oh, my God. Well, what are Lambda brainwaves? They are extremely low-frequency brainwaves. They're really tied to epsilon brainwaves. And when you see epsilon brainwaves, they, that is associated with extremely deep meditation. So if you had ever taken psychedelics and all of a sudden you have this, wow, my God, I'm connected to everything. Wow. And let me touch your hair. Your hair touches and feels so amazing. Oh, my God. That kind of euphoric feeling, that's when you hit those epsilon and lambda brainwaves. Now, what's also interesting is that lambda brainwaves only are observed when the eyes are open, when the peepers are open. So what does that mean for us? What are we going to expect when we see something like this? I would suspect that this Lambda variant is going to start to play with people's hair when it is involving something in front of them that they can visibly observe. And we're starting to see all these UFO disclosures coming. Oh, gosh, we're going to see everything now. The government that's been lying to you for almost 100 years, almost 10 decades, is all of a sudden going to be truthful with you when it comes to you, uh, unidentified flying object disclosure. Yeah, yeah, okay. And by the way, all the people that are calling for disclosure are the same people that have been in WikiLeaks tied to pedophilia and child trafficking rape. Hello, John Podesta. I mean, so... You're really talking, so I, come on, let's be honest. So if we're going to assume that these various COVID variants are influencing brainwaves, I wouldn't be surprised that the UK Lambda variant influences people's feelings of euphoria when they see family members, when they're feeling love. And it will also impact what they are physically seeing. What are they actually seeing? How they're interpreting their current immediate environment. And so what that also means is that they're going to be seeing things that potentially don't exist. Because the only time you get lambda brainwaves is you are looking through your eyeballs. So in England, we can suspect that they may be trying to enact a very, very light form of augmented reality or virtual reality. This is Resonance with Chris Michael via OnTheWakeUpRadio.com. Resonance with Chris Michaels on OnTheWakeUpRadio.com. We're here every single Wednesday from 7 to 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We talk about politics, everything else, uh, on and on, so on and so forth. It's summertime. News stories are slow, but we're still moving on with all of it. So, 
what has been released, or at least what's been making the rounds lately when it comes to HARP, H-A-A-R-P. Ooh, we haven't heard that one in a long time, have we? Which stands for the High Frequency Active Auroral Research Program, uh, and it basically uh, influences the ionosphere. And where are these couple of locations around the world? Uh, well, we know of one in Alaska. And there are now, uh, it's been revealed, that there are other ones across the planet. And it's very interesting where they place these items. Uh, and so what has been uh, attributed to heart? A lot of things. A lot of things such as um, creating earthquakes, uh, influencing weather uh, through basically influencing the electromagnetic fields and the magnetic frequencies across the planet's natural energy grid. So what they do is they hijack that grid and push everything around using the ionosphere and electromagnetic frequencies on some level. So the Russians came out with something, and this is from Moscow Interfax, which is basically along the lines of a uh, non-influenced news organization in former Soviet Union. So, the date of this document is August 8, 2002. And Moscow, August 8, the Russian state Duma, so their government, has expressed concern about the United States' program to develop a qualitative new type of weapon. Under the high-frequency active auroral research program, the U.S. is creating new integral geophysical weapons that may influence the near-Earth medium with high-frequency radio waves. And the state Duma said it is appealing uh, to the world stage uh, to make sure that this kind of weapon does not go online. Obviously, the United States ignores all of this stuff and just continues to do whatever it pleases to do. And what else did they say? So what, what they said also, these conclusions were, oh, well, before that, the significance of this qualitative leap could be compared to the transition from cold steel to firearms or from conventional weapons to nuclear weapons. This new type of weapon differs from previous types and that the near-Earth medium become, becomes at once an object of direct influence and also its components. So what exactly would that mean? A near-Earth medium, an interplanetary medium, is interplanetary space which consists of mass and energy. Basically what they're saying here is that the near-Earth medium is now a weapon, and that near-Earth medium weapon takes the form of the atmosphere, basic air, the energy in the air, the organ, as Wilhelm White used to refer to it as, is now a weapon. They made a weapon quite literally out of nothing. These conclusions were made by the commission of the State Duma's International Affairs, it says the committee's reported that the U.S. is planning to test three of these facilities. And where are these 
facilities, you might ask. One is in Alaska, as we all know, and uh, they said full-scale tests uh, in Alaska began in early 2003. The second one is in Greenland, and the third one is in Norway. So why is Greenland significant? It's significant because don't we all remember that little story about Donald Trump wanting to purchase Greenland? Don't we remember all of the the conspiratorial thing? Oh, gosh, there is a huge UFO crash in Greenland, and why is it so funky to look at on Google Maps or Google Earth? Well, I would suspect that that location is really a heart location, and it's also very, very telling, because what are they doing? Why are they positioning these heart locations, these heart installations, in Alaska, in Greenland, in Norway. It's almost like they're trying to surround the North Pole for some reason. Or if we're assuming that the North Pole is just ice, it's almost like they're trying to influence Russia from the North Pole by going over the North Pole. When these facilities are launched into space, They continue from Norway, Alaska, and Greenland. So these facilities launched into space. Interesting choice of words here. They're talking about launching the Earth's atmosphere into space and then making it crash down or impact certain areas on the planet. Uh, A closed contour will be created with a truly fantastic integral potential for influencing the near-Earth medium. The U.S. plans to carry out large scientific experiments under the heart and not controlled by the global community will create weapons capable of breaking radio communication lines and equipment installed on spaceships and rockets, provoke serious accidents in silence. Here we go. Sit down if you're standing and take off your socks if you got them on because they're about to be blown off and have a negative impact on the mental health of people populating entire regions. My goodness, my goodness, this document is almost 20 years old. And what are we looking at right now? What are we looking at right now? We're looking at electricity networks going down, particularly in California. Blackouts all over the place. Rolling blackouts. Uh, you've got the, the, the electric and power companies in Texas, being that everyone's hooked up to the Internet of Things now through smart meters. Those power companies are raising the thermostat in people's houses during heat waves because they know what's better for you. What else are we looking at here? We're looking at serious accidents in oil and gas pipelines. Why, God, what did we just experience this year? Why, it was just that, all up and down the East Coast. My goodness. And negative impact on the mental health of people populating entire regions. Well, I don't know about you. And I don't know what country you're living in, but if you're living in the United States, we're quite literally existing with a whole bunch of mental patients, and we've been seeing these mental patients act out on their mental shortcomings all throughout 2020 into 2021, where we're still wearing masks, 
and we're still paranoid, and we're still beating people up, and all this other stuff, on and on and on. It's almost as if all of this stuff is staged. And it's almost as if the World Economic Forum is behind all of this. Because, remember, the World Economic Forum's Klaus Schwab, former Nazi, or potentially current Nazi. His family at least worked with the Nazis during World War II. Talking about tracking people, talking about influencing people, talking about social credit scores dependent upon the search engines that you use on the Internet and what you're looking up with each search engine. Now, what's interesting about this article is that part, according to the Russians, can influence people and cause impact on their mental health without a microchip. So if we're to believe all of these people that have been saying, I've been inoculated with the gene therapy platform, or the transhumanists, which literally go out there and say, oh, I want to have a microchip in me, because I want to be able to unlock my gun cabinet and my liquor cabinet more easily and not have to worry about carrying keys around. Imagine what they can do to those people through heart, because those individuals decided to take the inoculation and have hydrogel in them, which can be impacted by Wi-Fi and influence your body's functions through Wi-Fi. Or in, in other cases, the, the, the graphene oxide that a lot of people are now finding that they have inside of themselves. The people that are able to wave the, uh, the chip reading devices that they use for your pet wave those devices over the inoculation point and have a code pop up. Those other people that have been able to take black light and wave it over their inoculation point to see where the luciferase tracking mechanism and tag is. Imagine what HARP can do to those people. If HARP can influence people that are not hooked up to the grid, you can only make assumptions as to how dangerous all of this is becoming, particularly to those portions of the population that have taken this gene therapy inoculation. This is Resonance on on the wakeupradio.com. This is Resonance on on the wakeupradio.com. I'm your host, Chris Michaels. We're here every single Wednesday from 7 to 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Call us up. Call up your friends. Tell them to listen to us. As always, if you would want to advertise here, you absolutely can. We'll always take your money and we'll always be nice to you and say pretty things about you and your loved ones. So it's summertime. It's getting very, very hot. Really, really hot, especially in Georgia. A lot of things going on out there. Josh Barnett for Congress, somebody that's really, really involved with the audits in Arizona, cheated a story from the Gateway Pundit, and they said over 7,700 ballots missing tabulation records in Cobb County, Georgia. My goodness, 7,700. 
not only are we talking about the mythological and mystical seven sevens, but we're also talking about over half of the votes that Joe Biden apparently won by in Georgia. He only won by by about 11,000 votes in Georgia, so 7,700 right there. Bernard Carrick, former commissioner in New York City, police commissioner, very, very good friends with Rudy Giuliani. He tweeted out, in Fulton County, Georgia, 50,500,000 inactive voters were activated by a Democratic operative. Notice what the words are here. They were activated by a a single person, one individual that happens to be aligned to the Democrats. 174 batches were missing. So batches equals thousands of ballots. And that turns out to be 174 batches. turns out to be 17,400 missing ballots. So altogether, we're talking about 67,400 ballots alone, plus plus the other 7,700. And so we're to believe that all of these votes, now inactive voters means dead people or people that no longer live in the county but are still having their voter records aligned to the county. In other words, it means that the person can't vote in the election if the address is incorrect. Or if you're dead, it means you certainly can't vote in an election, never mind request a mail-in ballot like many of these Democrats idiotically did. Uh, So Biden won by 11,779 votes in Georgia. We're talking about a discrepancy of over 70,000 votes. 70,000 votes. And you're telling me that Biden got the most votes in the history of forever? in the United States? Anybody really believe that one? Does anybody truly, truly believe that crap? And then we've got other stuff coming out from Anthem County. And it's a lawsuit. And it's a, this lawsuit is pretty, pretty dangerous because we've got the affidavit by Cypher, C-Y-F-I-R, Ben Cotton, on an anonymous user remotely accessing Anthem County's election devices. Now, the first problem that you see here is that the election devices, the Dominion voting machines, aren't supposed to be hooked up to the Internet. And here we are finding out that they are. And he points out, Mr. Ben Cotton points out that there are two IP addresses that access these machines. One IP address coming from Taiwan and another coming from Germany. Good heavens. What are the odds of that? What else do we know about this? All of the administrators shared the same password except two who didn't even need a password. So that means that these voting machines were, one, illegally hooked up to the Internet, two, There were no security precautions taken with any of these machines when it comes to administrator access, whoever those administrators may be. The hard disks, according to this, were never encrypted. So anybody can walk in and read anything on these hard disks. 
Microsoft SQL was set so an unauthorized user could manipulate the database. She will assert the Antrim EMS, electronic, uh, you know, the voting device, was updated for an their antivirus software on July 16, 2016, and that was the last update. Four years before the election of 2014, that's when their last antiviral update was. And an anonymous user on November 5th, now somebody was sending a message here, uh, an anonymous user logged in to these machines on November 5th at 5.55 and 56 seconds. They were trying to log in on uh, November 5th at 5.55 and 55 seconds. So you see the fives there. You're getting the five, fives, five, 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 five. So six fives. Okay. And then again on November 17th at 5:16 Eastern Standard Times. Now, I mean, come on, come on. Does this really seem like hackers access these voting machines, or does this seem like somebody in the know just logged in to manipulate the voter tallies? to manipulate the ballots, to manipulate the vote count at 3.30 a.m. in the morning. They're all using the same password. Some people don't need other passwords. They don't even need a password at all. And all of this stuff is unencrypted. This is a device that was created to be used by the lowest common denominator, somebody that is not particularly user savvy, but they know enough and know how to manipulate the votes. More of this information is coming out all the time. Pennsylvania today, July 7th, just said, guess what? We're going to do a forensic audit in the state. Washington state itself is now on the same path, and they just came out with, we're starting to see a load of discrepancies. We should really consider a forensic ballot audit. So this is going to be a hot summer going to be a great summer there's only two months left of it so let's get that ball rolling this is resonance with chris michael on on the wake up radio.com this is resonance i guess with chris michael there for another couple of minutes and uh on my other podcast last call with chris michaels on any, pretty much any podcasting platform just do a google search google google search uh, last Call Podcast with Chris Michaels. Uh, you can find me on Twitter and also Instagram with uh, Last Call Caravan. Because if you listen to me, you're part of the Last Call Caravan. So we're going to round this up really quickly. Tucker Carlson is the source of, or not the source of, but he is one of the individuals that is being impacted by the Biden totalitarian dictatorial powers of the NSA. And a lot of people are going to be writing stories about him. He even spoke about how he became aware of all of this. And he was on Fox Business's show uh, with Maria Bartiromo, married to an equally rich billionaire, by the way. He says, I was in Washington for a funeral last week and ran into somebody that I know well. He said, I have a message for you and then proceeded to repeat back to me details from emails and texts that I sent 
and had told no one about. So it was verified. And the person said the NSA has this, and this was proven by the person reading back the contents of the email, and he said that they're going to use it against you. To be blunt with you, Tucker said, it was something that I would have never said in public if it was wrong, illegal, or immoral. They don't actually have anything on me, but they do have my emails, implying that those emails are pretty damaging. So I knew they were spying on me, and again, to be totally blunt, as a defensive move, I thought I'd better say this out loud. Then yesterday I learned, and this is going to come out soon, that the NSA leaked the contents of my emails to journalists in an effort to discredit me. I know because I got a call from one of them who said this is a, what your email was about. So it was not in any way a figment of my imagination, as a lot of the liberals are saying. It's confirmed it's true, and they aren't allowed to spy on American citizens, but they are. I think more ominously, they're using the information they gather to put leverage and to threaten opposition journalists, people who criticize the Biden administration, and it's happening to me right now. Now, what is this? This is Russiagate 2.0. They are not finding anything illegal going on. They are using spy powers against innocent American citizens to essentially put out political hits because they do not go along with the mainstream narrative agenda, which happens to be the Democrat and globalist Republican agenda. So this is exactly what went on with Trump, and it's now going on with Tucker Carlson. And what's happening, government agencies are spying on him, and then without even giving Tucker Carlson any sort of indication of why he's being spied on, they leak the information to their friendly journalists within the mainstream media. If this doesn't send a terrifying message, what it's like to live in the United States when you have any sort of audience in the media, then I don't know what will. Because this kind of abuse of power is sickening. It is worse or just as bad as anything that you saw during the 1930s in Germany and all throughout the Cold War in Eastern Europe and Russia. And if you think this kind of stuff is going away, you have another thing coming. We have to start drawing a line in the sand when it comes to these abuses, we need to start hiring lawyers, and we need to start going after these unnamed bureaucrats that have political access to grind simply because they don't go along with their supposed pedophile overlords. This is Resonance via OnTheWakeUpRadio.com, and I am your host, Chris Michaels. Until next week, every single Wednesday, 7 to 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, right here on OnTheWakeUpRadio.com. OTWTube.com, uncensored free speech platform. Look it up. Flawed individual. Thanks for keeping the lights on, Diang. Sing the Ashwing Ducks. On the wake up. Look it up.
flawed individual. Thanks for keeping the lights on, Diang. Cindy Ashley On the wake up. You, the people, have the power. The power to create happiness. Let us use that power. Let us all unite. Let us fight for a new world. You, the people, have the power to make this life free and beautiful. To make this life a wonderful adventure. By the promise of these things, brutes have risen to power. But they lie. They do not fulfill that promise. They never will. Dictators free themselves, but they enslave the people. Now let us fight to fulfill that promise. Let us all unite. OTWTube.com, uncensored free speech platform.